Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with an eBay guaranteed fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time. Are your money back? Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. This is a production of Dirty Mo Media. We are back again on Speed Street. It is the last week of October. Halloween is upon us. Uh, Connor is coming back. He is back from Austin, Texas, Coda with Formula One. I had a full weekend of being a dad. All things being a dad, really. So quite the... <laughs> Quite the differences in our weekends, that's for sure. Uh, but we're excited to be here again on Speed Street, Joey Molinero, and of course my partner Connor Daly. What's up, man? Can't wait to hear about Austin. How you feeling? <laughs> it was a weekend, I'll tell you that. I um, there's a lot to talk about. I think there is there is a level of interest that I, you know, our, our podcast very lots of IndyCar. Lots of NASCAR, mm-hmm. um, you know, very slight mentions of Formula One, but kind of going into this, we all we all wanted. Uh, I mean, at least I wanted, you know, to be able to talk about all motor racing because we we love motorsport. Um, Certainly, you know, you're a new you're a new racing fan. We're we're trying to get you up to speed on everything. When does that new racing fan title fall off? <laughs> um, After, okay, I've been so- like three years into it you know kind of as soon as we get to december 31st of this year you are a veteran racing fan we're gonna go with that perfect <laughs> cool just it's like college you go through four years of college you did three years you're, you're gonna graduate early it's fine love it okay so yeah I, I i think i really wanted to dive deep into this weekend because there was a lot of cool stuff that happened and there was a lot of stuff that i think is a cause for concern on the on the IndyCar side mm. and 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 it's just something that I think needs to be talked about because I, I care so deeply about IndyCar as we know um saw a lot of great people there that also care about IndyCar so, so met some great IndyCar fans um you know at the Austin race but it's it, it's clearly possible to see a successful open wheel racing series like take over a weekend in, in a way that I have never seen before. 
Um, it, it's it's you know the Indy 500 is obviously the greatest event on the entire planet in this entire galaxy, and there's no doubt about that. And everyone kind of knows that. And I would say that like there was a very similar feel to just a you know round 17 of their or whatever 20 whatever it is of their championship in Austin. I mean, right out the gate. Let's just let's just name some of the musical acts that were in Austin. If you, uh-huh. if you thought what what oh what's happening this weekend? I wrote them all down or I wrote most of them down. <laughs> I on the weekend of Austin, as soon as I got there, there was uh Robin Thicke, Shaggy, Wyclef Jimmy John. I just called him Wyclef Jimmy John cuz I that just it sounds more fun. I like it. Uh Post Malone Marshmallow. Shaggy's still performing? Shaggy is still performing. I was there. It was incredible. I'm not going to lie. I was I was thrilled with Shaggy. I mean, Dude, that is, yeah. I was one big body when you stayed there. Exactly. Yeah. Awesome. I would like to I would like to thank the Williams Formula 1 team for letting me attend that event. <laughs> Continuing, we had uh the Chainsmokers. We had Dead Mouse, Chris Lake, Zed, Ed Sheeran. And that's just just a few over a couple days. I, I Sunday night, Zed played twice, also with Lando Norris, apparently, on Sunday night after the race. I mean, that's like a festival-type feel. And, and a lot of us with the Indy 500, right, we wanted that to be like, oh, there's like a lot of cool music going on, too. Well, guess what? They're doing it, too, and I'm not going to lie. <laughs> that, that's a lot. <laughs> like, that, there was there was a lot there. And it's 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 we don't want to compare too aggressively because again it is a world championship compared to you know indycar is just north america obviously we know that we're, we're never going to have as big of a sword at the table as as they are comparison but, is the thief of joy that's what i've been told yeah yeah what they say. but but the fun, but what i just i so badly want to express is the fact that no one in america knew about formula one 10 years ago no one like you, it didn't matter who it was. Like I venture to go five. I mean, uh, yeah, uh, f- five years ago. Yes, yeah. because like I went to the Austin Grand Prix. You know when it first came, and again, great crowd, solid, a lot of people. But again, mm-hmm. uh, you get a lot of people from Mexico coming to that event because it's not too far away. You get a, a good international crowd because people want to go visit America just to check it out. Right there, mm-hmm. there was a big international crowd, and. It was nowhere near. I mean, the paddock was nowhere near as full back when I used to go to the event. Uh, even when Alex Rossi, I was there in 2015 when Alex Rossi raced the U.S. Grand Prix. Just a different vibe. It was more like, all right, here's everyone that's like racing for 20 years or like, you know, some young people who are dedicated, you know, F1 fans. Um, but now, like, Brad Pitt was there on Friday. For practice, like right, Friday, yeah. Saturday, and Sunday. Like, when do you see a major celebrity spending an entire weekend taking in an event? Like, it's insane. And I I, I think there's so much, like, I could literally talk about this for, for almost days, it feels like, because there were, there was so much that happened there that I just, I, 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 I felt cool being there. I was like, wow, this is neat. cool. I'm, I'm glad I I'm glad I came here and I wore old racing shirts like that. I was very excited about it. Yeah, no, you, but, you looked you looked you looked even more so that you belong more than Brad Pitt. Like you you looked <laughs> the part. You looked cool, man. It was good. Thank it, was, you. it was a good scene for you. 
Well, let's just start right out the gate on Thursday night. So I get there Thursday night from the simulator. I go into the hotel. I, I'm getting getting to the hotel. I'm staying with Jimmy Hinchcliffe, James Hinchcliffe, our, our good friend. Yes. Um, he let me stay there. And I, I, I again, nice of him to do that. Uh, walk right into the hotel. Huge crowd of people there as soon as I get there. What, what are they doing here? Well, they're waiting for drivers. And literally just waiting in the hotel. Like, just to see them, or I, I don't know who was staying there. Literally never, I never saw a driver there once. <laughs> so it was, it was hysterical, but there was an F1 car in the lobby, you know, an incredible Fernando Alonso uh, show car in the lobby. Go to check in at the hotel, talking to the, the uh, British man next to me. He's like, uh, I had my helmet bag with me. Cause obviously I was, I was trading helmets with Fernando that weekend. And he's like, uh, Oh, are, are you a driver? I said, Oh, well, not this weekend. <laughs> That race in IndyCar. He's like, oh, yeah, my son's a driver. I'm like, oh, cool. Like, who? Lando Norris. And I was like, oh, cool. Like, <laughs> I know Lando. <laughs> and so we're just having this this chat at the desk. And I was like, yeah, me and Lando played a ton of video games together over 2020. He's like, oh, yeah, that's that's cool. And, like, just had this nice chat with Lando Norris's dad. I really – I uh, I like the guy. We had a great conversation because it took about 30 minutes to check into this hotel. But, again, as soon as we get things going – Friday morning, we're going to the track. I mean, it's we're le- let me tell you, there's a crowd of people Friday morning too. Crowd of people mm-hmm. in the lobby. We're going to the track with Will Buxton, good friend of mine, good friend of ours for a long time. Will Buxton, if you don't know who Will Buxton is, he is the very incredibly artistic British voice in the Netflix Drive to Survive series. He does uh, F1 television, you know, pit pit lane reporting. He's in the media center. He's interviewing all the drivers after the yeah. sessions for a cool guy. Yeah. Very cool guy. Incredible voice. So I have never seen anything like this in my life. Will Buxton is like hounded as if Brad Pitt had walked out of that elevator. And it was incredible. Every single F1 person there was like, oh, my gosh, Will, Will, Will. I mean, it's a movie star. It's movie star stuff. Like, that's it. Like that. It's not. I. I He's not a driver. He's on the show. He's like a TV personality. Like people love TV personalities, but like he's on the show. Like yeah. it's 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 incredible to see that. And will we hopefully we'll have him on the podcast next week? But he's like, yeah, man. Every place that we've gone now, it's incredible. I I he's like, I take my daughter out for dinner, and like it's I can't even. I have to take pictures. That it's it's great. I mean, again, he's not complaining about that. That's incredible. But what an astounding change of pace because I, I've been out with Will plenty of times and I've been to races with him before. And again, people recognize Will. It's Will Buxton, the F1 guy. I've done the post-race show with Will Buxton after the Coda race. But it was – I don't remember – well, I guess NFL TV folk, I guess, would be like that. Who do you think would be like a TV personality that you'd be like, okay, that person's going to have a crowd of humans – outside of wherever they're at. I mean, obviously you've got the former athletes, but like what pure TV personality that, that didn't play a sport mm-hmm. that didn't, that didn't drive a race car. Like, is, is there another TV person? Is it, is, I don't know. I don't know. Is it Joe yeah. Buck? Did Joe Buck play football? No. Okay, uh, yeah. I, 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 yeah. I'd say, I'd say uh, Joe Buck, Chris Berman, you know, Chris Boomer, Berman, yeah, Berman. Yep. Um, Al Michaels. I put him in there. Al Michaels. Al Michaels yep. Yeah. It's a good one. Uh, 
Maybe but there's, it's gotten to the not, point with like Ernie Johnson. Eh, I don't know with NBA, uh, Major League yeah. Baseball, maybe old Ted's with like Bob Costas. I mean, there's a yeah. few. There's a few. Yeah. But again, we named all NFL stuff, right? Which is like the biggest sport in the world. Right. I mean, other than soccer, obviously in Europe, like the NFL, yeah. I mean, is king, right? So it, it, it's just that that was amazing to see for me because I was like, holy crap. I mean, it's it's one of the most it's just it's movie star stuff. And yeah. and I and I found that fascinating. So I like right out the gate, I was already like, Oh, here we go. Like, I can't wait for this. <laughs> I can't wait for this ride into the F1 paddock. And thankfully we walk in there and again, people waiting at the track, waiting for Will, waiting for anyone. That and these folks, again, I, I respect what they're doing because the, the people, there are people that line the entry road into the paddock because they, they, they don't have the passes to get like in towards the paddock just to see the drivers drive in a rental car to the parking lot. Like, you I know, mean, if they're like NFL, that, yeah. like, you'll, you'll see that happen, you know, on Sunday bed, like exactly. 10 a.m. when players are arriving and people will do that. You know, the visitor bus will come and you go and you flip them off or moon them or something like that. Yeah. You know what I mean? That kind of deal. Yeah, you have people waiting at the airport if they win a championship or something like that. Like, sure. hey, yeah, awesome. Yeah. But, like, this is literally every day you have people there waiting at the entry to the paddock, at the exit of the paddock, like, before you get into the paddock. And it's just for a glimpse. Maybe they get an autograph if the guys are out of their cars already. Like, maybe. But it, it's just – it's the it's the biggest level of superstardom that I think I've ever seen. And, and I've and I've interacted with with actors before, with with musicians, whatever it is. And I've seen, you know, Hollywood's a little bit wild because sometimes you see the the paparazzi, you know, out of wherever celebrities are coming out of restaurants. But realistically, there's not a bunch of people there asking for autographs. It's just a bunch of weird photographers. You know what I mean? So like that that happens. This was like people just wanted to see them and like and get a picture or an autograph, something. You know what I mean? Yeah, I feel like. Formula One drivers and and the surrounding parts of the series, they have that perfect balance of the Hollywood type of celebrity, but because they're athletes and drivers, that makes it seem more accessible than someone who's like Brad Pitt or Tom Cruise, right? Yeah, and that's a great that's a great point. Like you're yeah. exactly right. Maybe that's that's the case, but it's it's you know on that Friday too, we had our great. Uh, our great IndyCar pal, Alex Pillow, right? Recent champion. He's in FP1. Yeah, how do you look? For McLaren. Alex looked great. Um, I, I was there. Thankfully, Daniel Ricardo got me a, a McLaren guest pass so I could go in the garage and see Alex when he got out of the car. Uh, Alex, honestly, had the biggest smile on his face ever after he got out of that F1 car after I FP1. <laughs> and, and the guy did a great job. I think there needed to be a lot more recognition for the fact that the guy was only three tenths off on the same tire as Lando was on, um, which is incredible. First time in the car, obviously, like because the car Alex was testing was not the car that um, that he would do the FP one. And he was testing an older generation car in the last mm -hmm. couple of weeks. Um, so to do that was great. Uh, and F1 gave him a bunch of publicity like F1 had him hand out the poll award the next day. Like F1 was, you know. Doing great things for IndyCar. Yeah. Guess what, though? Guess what was the most, I think, the most sad point of the weekend for me? Mm. Uh, do I want to know? Probably not. 
Did you see anything about Alex on uh, any IndyCar social media platform? No. <laughs> I mean, I, it, 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 it was the most frustrating thing for me the entire weekend because we have a recent champion. We have a very good driver. We have the winner of our last race of the season um, in Formula One. Now, again, I know it's a competitor, right? It's a competitive series, competitor series, but it's still motor racing. You're not going to go to war with F1. Like, just be like, hey, cool. Thanks, F1. Like, that's our guy. I don't care. Just anything. Do anything to engage. Because guess what? There were a lot of people engaging with Alex being in there. It was so cool. I mean, I, I enjoyed it. I was putting stuff out there. I got to talk to Alex. Like, how do we not? How, I just, I don't know. How, how do yeah. we not explode that out? I mean, wouldn't, would you, it's like, it's like, I, I don't know what to compare it to, but do you, I mean, how, like if, if, if I went and did, or if you went and did like if Joey, if you went and did a Monday night football broadcast next week, I'd be like, yep, let's uh, blow this up like crazy. Or even, I mean, any, I, yeah. I don't know. It's, it's a friend. It's, it's someone that you work with. Like, Alex is someone that IndyCar works with. And again, I, I hate to throw anyone like you. We're not throwing anyone under the bus. I just have questions. I, that's, that's all. I just have questions. Yeah, that's what I was about to say. The closest thing that I can think of is like when, when Peyton and Eli do their Monday night football broadcast and I don't know, Joe Buck, he's here we go talking about Joe Buck again. But well, now he's on there. But formerly, like last year, he was with Fox, right? Yeah. Definite yes. competitor ESPN. But like he went on. Monday Night Football with Peyton and Eli, and you know that it was a, hey, tune in to see our guy. Hey, blow this up. Hey, this is a collaborative type of thing. This will be kind of like worlds colliding, you know, Marvel-type shit, right? Yeah, because um, people appreciate thing. Yeah, people appreciate cool stuff. This is a cool thing. It doesn't matter if we're competing against a series. We're not. Our season is over. Like, we don't, we yeah. don't have another race until yeah. February. So like at least like a hey that guy looks familiar you know oh my uh, gosh one tweet yeah anything like I, I just it it was he it did was look just, different in the orange like it's weird did, you yeah. don't see him from all the uh ten ride you know the NTT blue and then he's over there in the McLaren orange but anyways yeah it was funny man we had a, a great little chat later in that Friday too it was me Marcus uh Pato and Alex and it was just like this IndyCar crew all of a sudden just kind of cool. hanging out together. Which was great, but again, why aren't we all getting like like there? There's a bunch of us doing stuff, and to be fair, I didn't expect the reception that a lot of us got, like the IndyCar guys got from Formula One. Because again, I don't know how they like. Again, I've always Formula One is generally an arrogant community. It's it's it is what it is. It's European Formula One is God, all all of the above. You know what I mean? But I love a lot of the folks that I've met in Formula One. Great people, great times. They love going to the racing events. And like, you know, Williams F1 got me involved in some stuff. I was in pit stop practice, you know what I mean? Stuff like that. Like just fun, random stuff. You know, McLaren got to hang out, you know, with them a lot. You know, their hospitality. Went and saw, you know, got a Mercedes garage tour. You know, hung out at, at Red Bull because Red Bull, you know, Hinch, James Hinchcliffe's former assistant, Fiona, works for Red Bull now. So, like, again, there's a lot of great IndyCar connections. There's a lot of great, you know, interconnected motorsport stuff. You know, a lot of people asking about IndyCar. 
And it's just, and it's just, why are we not like just there, there's gotta be some form of, Hey, that's cool. Let's all accept it. Like we're not fighting against formula one. I'm sorry. We're not like, uh, we just like, if they're going to give us anything to go off of, let's use it. Mario Andretti was driving a formula one car on the weekend too. And he's a big IndyCar guy. <laughs> like he, Ray, he drives our two seater every weekend. Like, why yeah. was there not like a more interact? Like that was really cool too. So like there, there were several Marcus Erickson, our Indy 500 champion was wearing his ring around the paddock the whole weekend. No mention of it. And I'm like, what is happening? Like, I just, yeah. I, I, I find it just, it was just concerning. That's all. I, I, again. Yeah. I, I'd say too, like, I remember when I worked at, um the espn affiliate in downtown indy when i was still like with a fan a handful of years ago sometimes i would do some content that revolved around uh pat mcafee yes and some of the salespeople would kind of get shitty at me because they'd be like he's a direct competitor what are you doing like how do you you're just giving him pub and whatever i was like no there's different buckets like there's there's different buckets to this and there's a place for everyone like Pat McAfee may be in the same market as us geographically, but he has an entire different audience, an entire different reach than what we do as the local affiliate ESPN station. Like it's a cool collab. It's not competitiveness. So I like that. That's kind of the parallel that I see right there is that like with exactly like you're saying, like IndyCar formula one, it's like the collab is going to be better off and more growth there than just ignoring it completely and being like, ah, well that's, we're going up against them head to head. We can't really know because then you're just going to get buried. Uh, yeah. I mean, it, 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 it's true. I mean, it's, it's better to do something than nothing, right? Like I, I think that, that that's always the case. And, and again, I, you know, I'll probably get some heat for, for saying that, but like, I really don't mind because I, I love this sport. Like there's no one who can say, oh, he's just trash talk. No, this is how I put food on my table. This is how many other drivers put food on their table is the success of IndyCar. And we just want to see it grow. Like we, we want to know why these things weren't happening. And if there's a great reason behind it, well, then I would love to hear it because a lot of us are th thinking the same thing. And it's like, Hey, we just want to grow this sport and they're easy opportunities. I mean, to be fair, I did a NASCAR cup race. There wasn't much <laughs> interaction with that either. You know what I mean? But again, yeah. I, I think, that even NASCAR put stuff up about me and like, I'm an IndyCar driver. You know what I mean? And it, it's, it's something that I think, again, everyone has their own deal. Like Formula One obviously wants Formula One to succeed. NASCAR obviously wants NASCAR to succeed. But I think all of us, like a rising tide raises all ships we hope for, right? I said that like 10 times over the weekend. But <laughs> That's a company it, what, line, no doubt. Yeah. Yeah. But I did actually think that that was the case because I thought there were more people there. I thought that there were more people recognizing me and Hinch than I would have ever expected, which was great. Um, and I think there was more chatter about IndyCar than I've ever heard in the in the in the IndyCar paddock. You know, I saw <laughs> Roman Roman Grosjean was there, uh, Pat O'Ward was there, you know, Alex Pillow, Marcus Erickson, me. You know, I had a great chat with Kevin Magnuson, who was an IndyCar driver last year for one race. You know what I mean? Like, great chat with Kevin. Every driver that I talk to, you know, has like, oh, wow, IndyCar. Like, that looks crazy. It's so cool. It's like, I mean, it is. It's just no one knows about it. <laughs> so it's just, Right. Hey, hey yeah, do us like, a solid and get your fans to, you know, give it a little bit of respect if that's how you really feel, you know? Yeah.
Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Like, I mean, again, there was quotes from Daniel Ricardo all weekend, too, about saying he is scared to bits of doing oval racing. Yep. Let's interact with it. Let's let's do some have some fun. Like, oh, really? Well, mm-hmm. here's mm-hmm. a lap of two hundred and thirty three and a half miles an hour average. Like, what does that look like? Like, yeah, let's let just let's have some fun with it. Right. Let's have some fun. I, I, it's just about communication. It's about taking advantage of certain opportunities. And again, it's not easy. Like someone has to be, you know, paying attention to everything that's going on. But I see everything on the internet, and I, <laughs> and I, 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 I feel like I do at least. And it's just one of those things that that was a tough realization to come to. Is I'm like, man, there's a lot going on here. There's a lot of people that care about it. But is it for different reasons? Yes, they watch the television show, but it doesn't. It, it, it doesn't really matter because everyone there, when I spoke to them, they're like, yeah, this it's, it's crazy now. Like it, it is wild. We have so yeah. many people that want to come to races. So many people that are doing this, that, and then, you know, you'd see some of the old, you know, the older F1 media folk, or whatever, who knew my dad, who I talked to and they're like, Oh yeah, it's so dumb. Now we have all these people. I'm like, yeah, well, there's always going to be those, those right. folks that are like, Oh yeah, we don't want any more people in the paddock, but it was it was a fascinating a a fascinating start to the weekend just by seeing Alex out there seeing Marcus uh we even saw Logan Sargent young american fella yep. um on Friday as well in FP1 which again I'm very passionate about an american in formula 1 I love that I would love to see it uh him waving the flag and I had met him for the first time that day too I just I I had to go up to the guy cuz I didn't know, I didn't know him he's obviously much younger than I am but how cool was that? You know, how cool would that be to have an American race in Formula One next year? Like there was a lot of articles that whole weekend about Logan being in Formula One next year. And I, I try to get him on the huge... pod. Not yet. I, I should have. <laughs> well, I was trying to get a lot of people on the pod this week and everyone bailed. So I, I even tried to get Colton Herter this morning, but he said, no, I'm going to be asleep. So <laughs> I, I get it. I get it. Classic. Colton. Colton Herta says he will join us in the next couple of weeks. He said, yep, I'm totally in. Just let me know, you know, ahead of time. But I, uh, um, I, w- I wanted to go back real quick to something you said a bit ago about like the music, basically festival that was going on down there. And I know that, you know, a lot of what we talk about in this pod is stuff that's, you know, on the track in the paddock and the garages. Right. But I think it's important to kind of have that kind of lifestyle. The, also the, the, the look at other things like that as well. All yeah. those acts that you mentioned, besides Shaggy, really, are kind of still just very in, very younger crowd, very music festival type. Now you look at what we do with the Indy 500, and we love that weekend every single year, right? Carb Day is fantastic. Legends Day is fantastic, okay? But do you have a, a kind of – and then Snake Pit, obviously, on Sunday, which is that kind of ra- you know raging, raver, everything like that that we love. 
do you feel like there's a certain point in time where we kind of have to cross over and have Carb Day, Legends Day be more of a full weekend music festival for sort of the younger crowd? Do we bring in more musical acts or do we, you know, to, to, to keep kind of the um, the older generation pleased as well on Legends Day and then we have somebody else who's not cool in the gang come in? What do you think? <laughs> no, I mean, honestly... I, I, the Indy 500 for us is definitely not the problem, right? Like it, the Indy 500, I think is great. No, no, I no. Love, I, yeah, definitely not. But I'm just talking about like that, that weekend with the surrounding festivities about it. You know, we always have, yeah. uh, like I said, like cool in the gang or earth, wind and fire. And these are great legendary groups and bands, you know what I mean? But I, I you know, the, 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 the Gen Z of the world, everything like that. Like you kind of want to get them out there that weekend too, right? Is there a balance there? Or is that all for the snake pit you think? Um, I, so that's a, that's a great question. I, I, I actually don't mind the way we have the musical lineups. And again, everything is pretty limited on, on, on how much money we can spend, right? Like a lot of these musical acts, they take a lot of money to get in. Yeah. yeah. And to be fair, Formula One teams generate more money than we do, right? And and sure. and that's just a fact. So you know, yeah. Williams F one, you know they 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 put on this event with Shaggy, Robin Thicke, you know Wyclef, Jimmy John, um, like so they paid all those guys to be there for Friday night and to be at the track all weekend. So again, you have to pay people to get to do things, right? So it's a matter of what can fit in our our budget. And I think we do a great job. I think the Speedway does a great job with it. I think I, I think the vibes of the weekend are great. I think there is a little – you got to mix in a little bit of classic. You know what I mean? You got to mix in some classic classic bangers. Yeah. yeah. Um, but, uh, you know, the, the, the interesting thing about the F1 weekend was that pretty much 90% of all those artists mainstream, right? Boom. Top of the level. Like, everyone knows who they are, when, whether, it's in, uh, whether it's a DJ, an EDM artist – whether yep. it's a you know performer like Post Malone, I mean, heck, even Dan Bilzerian was there on Sunday for the race. I mean, like it's just of literally so many influencers, actresses, actresses with thirty million followers on on the, on the Instagrams, like just huge names there all the time because it's a cool thing to do. And probably since most people are new to Formula One, they probably haven't been to a Formula One race before. So they're going to check it out, right? And there's a lot of people who haven't been to an Indy 500 yet, but when they do go, they often come again because it's great and it is it is an experience. The problem is we have 16 other races, right? And I think we, we just, to get to a, a, a better point for all of those other races People just have to know that we exist. Like it's just a matter of forcing it down people's throats. We got it. We got to just let the people know that we are here. We have great racing. The, the The big thing that I talked to about so many people over the weekend is our product is not the problem, right? We don't have a problem with the product. We all want a new car. We all want new tracks. But but technically, if you look at our seventeen race schedule, our product is not necessarily the problem. I do believe the racing could be much better. And so do all of our drivers. But realistically, F1 racing is garbage. Like, I'm sorry. It's just, it's the 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 race over the weekend was not bad, actually. I, I enjoyed it. Like, it was a good no. start, some, some chaos at the start. You had Fernando Alonso flying through the air, crashing, but also still finishing. I think it was a very entertaining race for a Formula One race. But like, nine times out of ten, 
our racing, general racing, side-by-side racing is better than theirs. And so it just becomes, okay, well, then what is the issue? It's just people just don't know. You, You have to make it cool. You have to make it either, you have to make it cool, or I think you have to play up the fact that what we're doing is crazy on the ovals, right? Like push the limits of life, right? We're pushing the limits of existing in race cars, right? It's, it's, I think that is something that, that, that could separate us from NASCAR and formula one a little bit. And I don't know. Is that sound on on par there, Joe? You think? Yeah, no, no, absolutely. I think my, my, here's my wish list, my top three wish list of people to be at the Indy 500. Um, well, actually, shit, I just remembered. One of them was already there last year. Maybe he'll return. Maybe he'll return. But two, <laughs> top two people I want at the Indy 500 in 2023, Jack Harlow and Drewski. <laughs> Get them I'm both in. there. Get them both there for the weekend. Have Harlow perform. Have Drewski just be posting Instagram stories and Drewski. TikToks of what's going on there. And and bam, right there, all of a sudden, now you're reaching a whole different audience. Now you're getting all these different eyeballs and 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 you know hilariousness there. And I really think that it would have an impact. I really do. Yeah, but you, and you know what's funny? I completely agree. But also, every single F1 team seemed to actually invite a different celebrity. So maybe there's like a big F1 like mafia where it's like, hey, you guys are going to invite this person. You guys are going to invite this person. It was kind of cool. It was like. Williams, I know Williams invited my friend Chloe Grace Moretz. Like I know Chloe, actress. She's in a great new show called Peripheral. It was really cool. I actually just started watching it. But oh, she that's was like number one on Amazon. Oh, it's awesome! Great show. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I, I loved it. She came to the 2017 Long Beach race with me. We, we put her in an IndyCar two seater. She still talks about it today. Loves it. Again, we're we're trying to create some some hype here. But again, Williams invited her to the event, and uh. Brad Pitt seemed to be with everyone. Brad Pitt kind of moved around, but like Jerry Bruckheimer. Did you get to see him? So we touched shoulders, but I did not get to shake hands. Um, He smelled really good. I will say that. Uh, But he touched his shoulder. That's cool. Yeah, it was cool. He walked by me a lot. uh, And it was, uh, I will will tell you about one moment. Also, this is kind of really random. In Williams Hospitality, eating lunch, right? We're sitting there, me, Chloe Grace Moretz, uh, Lily, who is a professional golfer, Alex Albon's girlfriend, uh, like very incredible golfer. She's played golf here at the Speedway before. Very nice lady, incredible person. Uh, You had Jerry Bruckheimer in there, obviously producer of Top Gun Maverick, no big deal. He had a great denim Top Gun 2, Top Gun Maverick jacket on, was very, very jealous of that. Brad Pitt was in there, Wyclef Jimmy John, and I think Robin Thicke was also in there. And it was just like, in this room alone, there's probably a billion dollars or like an absurd amount of, it's just, it was crazy. And then we walked out after the lunch and there was an entire arena of cameras and photographs just waiting for people to exit the room where we were just having barbecued meats and beans. Like it was just, it was very, a very wild realization. Did you get too starstruck to just say, Hey, Hey Brad, Hey, Mr. Pitt. Uh, 
I'm Connor Daly. I, I'm professional motorsport <laughs> driver. I host Speed Street. Check it out. Uh, come to the Indy 500. <laughs> Speed Street. I I did not get to invite him on the podcast. Um, but it's one of those things though that you just. If I was introduced to him by like someone there at the team, it would have been awesome. But like, I don't want to be that guy to just be like walking alongside him. Like, hey man, like, can I get a picture? I just it was cool to be there. I would have said, hey, thanks for being at a motor racing event. But yeah, just didn't didn't See, get a but chance. You have the upper hand because if that's no. me, if that's me, then yeah, I can't do that, you know, because <laughs> you know, I would love to be Brad Pitt one day, right? Bro, you're you, more famous than I am. <laughs> no, no, but what I'm saying is you could you have the ability to say, Hey man, yeah, uh and Indy five hundred, you're an American. I know you've heard of it. Yeah, I race that every year and I go two hundred and forty <laughs> miles an hour. And then he's like, he's at a motorsport venue, so he's already like, Oh wow, you're piquing his interest right there. Yeah, exactly, and 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 that was, I think there there's some of yeah I don't know it, I I I I would have loved to meet Brad Pitt, but in reality it was just cool to be in the same room shoulder. having lunch. Well, we had lunch together. Let's just say Brad Pitt and I had lunch together. Like that's that's fine, no big deal. Brad Pitt and I had lunch. Uh-huh. Um, and I know the funny thing is I know Logan Sargent got to meet him because Logan Sargent was in there. You know, a lot of filming. I think he's going to be on the Netflix docu series a little bit next year because America. Oh yeah. And um and I and, and I'm excited about it. But it was it was an interesting moment. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. One other cool thing that I'll get into as well, ESPN Golf had a setup there in the paddock. Like ESPN, obviously big partner of Formula One and their broadcast stuff, right? So they had a basically a, uh, a golf simulator at the end of the paddock, just set up for anyone oh. to come and hang out and check out. I mean, nice. awesome idea. Like it was, it was fantastic. All the drivers went over and and did their best drive, long drive competition, and then they had a uh, Michael Collins that you know ESPN caddy, caddy like that yeah. guy. That guy's awesome. We became friends. We're definitely gonna play golf together. And nice. again, he's not been to the Indy 500. Guess who's now invited to the Indy 500? Michael Collins. Like, so I'm out here. I'm out here working. I'm out here every day. I'm inviting people to the Indy 500. Like every day. Mm-hmm. So again. Cool, creative, interactive way to combine other sports. What did we talk about earlier? Oh, let's combine other arenas of the sport. Other Golf is, I mean, to be fair, not a racing car, but it's another sport, and you're bringing it in. They did the same thing last year with the NBA. They had a little shoot-around. They had a little basketball goal. I was going to say, 500 pop-a-shot competition. Let's go. I don't care. Give me a field goal post in the middle of the infield. And let's kick some balls. I don't know anything. Like it's, there you go, it's Max just, B. yeah, it is cool. Like it, it, it that is cool because drivers appreciate other sports. I know half the F one field loves playing golf. Again, it was a cool connection that was made. Um, Lando Norris came. We 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 chatted a little bit after the Saturday uh, or after the Friday, I think even, and uh, we all became friends with with the ESPN caddy Michael Collins. A uh, great guy, and you know it was great to catch up with Lando. The guy plays golf all the time. But again, if if you talk to these F one drivers, which I noticed, if they stay still, 
for more than 30 seconds, it's impossible to interact with them anymore because there are then people coming up no matter what it is. Even if you're in middle of conversation, these people will walk directly inside be like, Lando, sign my nipples. And it's like, whoa, all right, whatever. <laughs> I don't know what's going on here. At one moment, too, Lando and I just having to talk about life, like catching up on things. He told me that I'm out kicking my coverage with my girlfriend, which is absolutely the true statement. I, he said, it's hey, like a looking- common theme on this show. People yeah, tell he's me like, that. You're doing- twice now. Twice. He's <laughs> like, hey, he's like, hey, you're doing pretty well there with your girlfriend. Huh? I was like, yes, Lando. Thank you. I, I know I am. I appreciate <laughs> that. And there are people. So the way Coda works, too, there's like multiple levels of suites that kind of like if you're walking on the walkway between suites, very similar to like the. um yeah, the Tower Terrace suites at the Speedway, right? You have that walkway behind them and you can see behind. So, but behind these suites is the paddock, right? So we had a bunch of people lined up on this fence shouting, Lando! <laughs> and I'm sitting there talking and obviously we're just talking. He has to, you know, he, if, he, if he waved every single time, he'd, he'd break right. his hand. And then someone shouts, Connor! Tell Lando to say hi. <laughs> and I'm like, I said, well, this is embarrassing, but at least someone knew who I was. Like, yeah. I'll take it. <laughs> was uh, was McConaughey there? So I don't think he was actually there. I did not see him. I think he just tweeted about it. Wow. Freaking king of Austin, and he's not even there for the Formula One weekend? What the hell is up with that? Yeah, but how about old Tim Cook being there, CEO of Apple? <laughs> I saw that. I was like, this yeah. is getting ridiculous. All right. I mean, what Jeez. the heck is going on? I was like, on where's here? Zuckerberg? Is he next? Yeah. Him yeah, waving the checker seriously. flag with something else. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I mean, just <laughs> awful. But but here's the thing. I am the happiest person ever to leave Sunday morning. Like that race day must have been crazy. Just leaving the track Saturday took an hour to get home from qualifying. Oh. Like it was it was crazy the amount of people, the amount of craziness. And one other thing that made me angry. This was an upsetting moment. I uh, I was going to go get a uh, tour after the qualifying day, Saturday, uh, of the Mercedes garage. Uh, and again, Mercedes, whoa, wait. I mean, big swinging hammers, you know what I mean? Like, let's go. Like, that's that's awesome. And um, and I, I went with uh, Mitch Evans, who's a Formula E racer, Antonio Felix DaCosta, Formula E racer, and their buddies. Uh, I raced with Mitch and Antonio a long time ago. Great guys. Uh, and I was like, well, why are we getting a tour? I was like, you know what? Why not? Let's get a tour of Mercedes. So this guy, very tall British fellow, very British. And I'm like, oh, this is going to go great. And uh, he's like, oh, you guys race, right? I'm like, yeah, yeah, race, you know, race Indy car. He's like, oh, wow, that's really cool. He's like, uh, you guys raced here, right? I was like, yeah, yeah, no, we did at one point. Yeah. He's like, you guys were like uh, 30 seconds slower or something like that, right? I was like, you guys were like, yeah, like like a lot slower. I was like, no, no, we weren't. Like, we were slower. Obviously, our cars are heavier, and we don't have as much power. He's like, he's like, no, no, no. But you were like, we're like, we're way slower. And I was like, no, no, we, no. I mean, like, we were slower. It's also a very long track, easier to be slower at. But like, okay, continue. He's like, no, no, no. Like, so did I do some research? Yeah, he said that we were thirty seconds slower. Who was than this guy? One cars. I don't know who this guy was. I'm not a fan of him anymore. I to to let the people know the true honesty. Coda pull time for IndyCar 146.0, right? Now again, in FP1, the cars at the bottom of the grid were doing 142s. So that's 4 seconds. The pull time for F1 this year was 34.3. Okay, you got 12 seconds. Like whatever. Uh, fine. 12 seconds on a giant track 
Understandable. Yeah, it's a lot slower. But, like, don't you dare insult my racing series by saying we're 30 seconds slower than Formula One. I mean, that is just – I at that point, I almost burned the Mercedes garage to the ground. I was like, yep, don't care about this anymore. And yeah. that was it. Jeez, that's the worst, man. But, Those I mean, but that's – aggressive guys. Oh, Oh, but also – it's just a sad lack of awareness, right? It's just like, hey, we don't know. And again, they shouldn't know because in Europe, we don't like, you know, IndyCar does race. It's, you know, it's very American, blah, blah, blah. But a, a disappointing, a disappointing moment. Yeah, at least I, you put him in his place, though. Well, yeah. I, yeah. <laughs> at the time, I didn't have the research. I didn't go on my, my there was no phone service to the track, so I couldn't be like, well, actually, let me get on the you Googleizer here, and and I couldn't I, I couldn't tell him. <laughs> we just see like, we just see a tweet from Jeff Gluck. It's like uh, Connor Daly gets in a throwdown with some tall gentleman in the Mercedes garage. Oh man, <laughs> just I mean, here's the thing. Like I, we could talk about this for hours. We could talk about it. like I, I did want to dive deep into this because I think it was interesting to just interact with a lot of these people, see the reaction to IndyCar. Um, me and Logan Sargent got real drunk together Friday night. So I, I, I think that we are now full on Logan Sargent people. Uh, I, I told him that we're celebrating the fact that he got to do FP one. He doesn't have to do anything the rest of the weekend. So let's have a couple cocktails. You know what I mean? And thank God he had a couple cocktails. Cause I know several IndyCar drivers who wouldn't have even done that even on a Sunday night. So Already respect the hell out of Logan Sargent. I like the guy a lot. We should definitely have him on the pod at some point. Who? Uh, what? What was the bar scene like down there in Austin with everything going on? Was there F one oh. jerseys, gear everywhere, racing? I mean, what was it like? Everywhere. Yeah. Everyone was there for F one. I got very inebriated on the uh, on the Friday night. Um, actually, no, Thursday night. Actually, every night. But I had a great time uh, with Will. Like me and Will Buxton were having a wonderful time at this uh, one bar on Rainy Street, I believe. Every third person comes up to Will Buxton asking for pictures. Every third person in the bar. And, you know, we're having a great time. Marcus Erickson is there with us. We write on this little funny board that Erickson is Indy 500. And I'm sure people knew, no, no one knew who that was. Um, but yeah, great bar scene down there. Incredible time. Always something going on. I mean, it was an electric environment. I, I have a few other stories that I probably am not allowed to tell about certain people that I saw on the streets, but great time. <laughs> Sounds awesome. Sounds like my experience at the, uh, 2021 music city GP uh, there you go. down there on Broadway. And that, oh. that was, yeah. So this was a funny moment. So Hinch and I, again, the way I feel about all this is Hinch feels the same way, right? He, he's like, I can't believe that inner indie, like we got it. We got to get this series into a, into the, into the highest level. So we had a moment on Saturday night where we're sitting with Marcus, Marcus Erickson, right? Me, Marcus and Hinchcliffe. Someone comes up to Marcus saying, Hey Logan, can I get a picture with you? <laughs> <laughs> they thought no. he was Logan Sargent. Logan Sargent hasn't even raced an F1 car yet. Like Andy he's an F2 champ. It's the and and he and we said, yeah, no, that's not Logan. And they're like, huh? What? And then they just kind of walked away. Then 15 minutes later, someone comes up and says, Hey, can I get a picture with you? 
And and then James is immediately like, who do you think he is right now? <laughs> Tell us, who do you think he is? And she's like, uh, well, now I'm kind of, now I kind of, now I'm kind of afraid. And we're like, no, 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 we will all take pictures with you. But like, who, do yeah. you know who he actually is? And I don't think she did. <laughs> <laughs> she just saw other people coming up. I think it was, I think she thought it was Logan too. And I was like, Marcus was actually upset. He's like, I raced in F1 for five years. Like, oh shit. That's all true. These pe- he raced in F1. Marcus and he's in the 500 F- champ. So again, it's it's the new era. It's the new era of of Formula One, and not only is he the Indy five hundred champion, but he raced in F one for five years. We were like, oh no! It's just tough. it was one of those moments where I'm just like, oh my gosh, it's it's really happening. Like it, the Netflix era, like it truly is a That's thing. It. Like it's just that sums it up right there. That 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 that, that was it. And, and, and it's something that we as an IndyCar community should be furious about because that's our champion, right? Like it, it's, that's our guy. Not only did he race in Formula One, but he's, he's a talented dude. He's won other races. Like he's, I mean, that is just, ah, oh, it's just, it's, we have to be able to be related, like just, just to be in people's faces. You know what I mean? Yeah. We gotta be in the conversation even ESPN, you know, Dan Orlovsky mentioned Max Verstappen and Red Bull Formula One on Get Up this morning. I was like, "What?" Like it's just un- unbelievable. Like just it, it's that overall. You know, I, I don't mean to be super aggressively negative. I, I kind of like just telling stories about this whole weekend because it was wild. But it's something that you know we have this platform now that we try to grow IndyCar racing. I actually had a great amount of people say they love the podcast listening down there, which was cool. Like great podcast listeners in awesome. Austin, Texas. Appreciate love you. that. Appreciate the people. Um, but I, I just, I, I, I just, I, I, I mean, if, if we're going to use this platform, why don't we try to use it to grow everything? You know what I mean? Like, let's just, I want motor racing to be successful as a whole. So let's just keep flapping our wings and trying to fly. <laughs> Absolutely, man. Well, that's awesome. I love that. That's great that people are, Shouting out like that, we appreciate those listeners. Um, you will uh, another bit of news that dropped before we recorded on Wednesday, like we usually do, is the confirmation of Colton Herta Andretti uh, through twenty twenty seven. He is there. He is locked in. He is an Indy car, and he is here to stay. It seems. What are your thoughts? Well, and he's probably making a ton of money too. We love that. We love drivers getting paid. Let's get take that check to the bank. That's why he I mean, ditched he, us on the pod and said, no, yeah. I'm big, I'm big, but I'm big business now. <laughs> exactly. No, it's good for Colton. It makes sense. Uh, and I love the fact that, you know, it gives them the opportunity. Cause again, I, we, I had a great chat with Michael Andretti and JF and, uh, and Dan Towers from Gamebridge down there in, uh, in, in, in Austin, they were obviously still down there doing the research, trying to get their formula one team going. I actually looked Michael Andretti in the face and I said, Michael, I will punch someone if I need to. Who do I need to fight to to get you guys a Formula One team? Because, like, again, they're a competitor of mine in IndyCar, but, like, them having a Formula One team just inherently makes IndyCar better. It makes everything better. So, again, it's a team effort here. We got to work together as a team. We got to bring this up. Love Colton's deal. Um, I mean, he deserves it. There's There's nothing other to say other than that. Yeah, no doubt. Always exciting. I mean, like like you said, it. It could be for, you know, Andretti's just locking them up. So it could be for yeah. if they eventually get that squad. But 
for now, but it's not looking like it. So he's going to be in IndyCar after a summer of every freaking day. It was uh, hurt. <laughs> is he going to get the license? Is he going to, you know, they're going to pass? Is he going to get the F1? It's like, okay, now we can just move on. Happy for the young fella. Hopefully he joins us on the pod relatively soon. We hope. Maybe. Yeah, exactly. He will. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. And one other quick thing that as I look over at my helmet collection here, I got I got a couple of questions about the Fernando Alonso helmet trade that we did, which was really, really cool. And I think Yeah, it looked cool. We we see this um if, like obviously if if you're new to motorsport, it's it's uh it's something a lot of drivers do. Uh some drivers don't, but it's it's kind of like trading a jersey. Like you see a lot of times NFL players, NBA players, they trade jerseys at the end, right? It's like kind of a a sign of mutual respect. It's a sign of competition. People you know, people you've competed with. Um, and and drivers do that the same way with helmets. Like I, I have, you know, several guys in my collection here, helmet collection that I've raced with, that I've had great times with, that I've enjoyed competing with. And uh, and a lot, I, I got a couple questions about like, do like people have like a ton of helmets they can just trade or is it like used helmets? And like, to be honest, F1 drivers get a lot more helmets than we do, right? They probably get 30 helmets a year, maybe even more. Um, but they also, you know, use them all so they can do trades like this, so they can do things for sponsors. Whereas like me, I get four helmets a year, right? And and most of the time, all those Formula One drivers, they're not having to pay for their helmets. They probably pay for the paint jobs. Like I I luckily have a great deal with Bell to where I get four helmets and, you know, I will, I then pay for the paint jobs myself, uh, which is part of it. Um, and that's kind of how it works. But again, out of those four, I keep my Indy 500 helmet. That's what I always keep. And the other three, realistically are up for trade. Now I'm going to keep probably my gold one from this year because, or the gold one and the Pokemon one from this year, because I thought that was, those are pretty cool. Yeah. I might trade the gold one depending on who wants to trade with me, but Fernando and I have been kind of talking about it for a while. And, and, and I like Fernando a lot. We were neighbors in the bus lot uh, in 2017, his first race. Um, and, and I, and I have a lot of respect for him. Uh, I took a photo with him when I was a kid uh, you know, when he was driving for Renault way back in the day, double world champion, I was a kid with his shirt. He signed my shirt. Uh, he then re-signed it at the Indy 500 in 2017, which was cool. Um, so it's just a mutual respect thing. And, and, and he, um, I know he respects the Indy 500 and I think he definitely respects those that he raced with there. Um, and, and it was just great to interact with him. And again, that helmet in my collection is definitely, uh, you know, up at the top. I've, I've, I've been very lucky to have his helmet, Carlos signs, Jimmy Johnson, Tony Kanaan, I mean, Alex Ross. I mean, Mark, all my close friends and and, and people that I've uh, had a lot of respect, uh, you know, for competing against. So that's kind of the background on the uh, the helmet trade type situation. You said Jimmy, right? You got him on Jimmy too, right? Yeah, old JJ. Yep. That's awesome. Yeah, that Instagram story you took was really cool. That's a, that's a tough collection to beat there. Well, you know what? It's small, but we're trying to expand. You know what I mean? <laughs> we got to start somewhere to get yeah, to, the, to somewhere sure. else. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, you doing anything for Halloween? You going as anything? So I did buy two costumes for Halloween. Great question, Joey. Uh, I'm going to Los Angeles this weekend to visit my lady out there. 
Um, and I bought two Halloween costumes that I just found while Googling random stuff. Um, one of them I can describe as uh, they're, they're those costumes that you kind of have like situations like uh, it, it makes it look like I'm riding a camel on one of these. Like I got a fake camel in front of me oh, and I put okay. my legs in the suit and it looks like I'm riding a camel, right? That one's creative. And then there's also one that looks like I'm getting a payback ride from a leprechaun. So I feel good about it. I feel like there's some Irish heritage there. Uh, I milked a camel on the amazing race. So there's a little bit of heritage there too. Uh, so feeling good about the, uh, the apparatus costumes. You know, you don't hear of those kind of costumes very often. That, that That's <laughs> not like a spirit Halloween go find and grab there for you, man. That's, that's uh, I like it. Tip of the cap. Yeah. I'm really going for it this year. Cause I think my, my lady likes Halloween a lot and she's much more creative than I am. She's an no artist. couples she's- costume. Well, no, no, no. So I sent her your a new boyfriends at Halloween video, which I thought was very funny. And she thought that was entirely accurate. She's like, oh, my gosh. Yeah, like that's hilarious. And so that's how I kind of felt like. And I'm not going to be you. Yeah, exactly. So I, I got a with no couples costumes this year. We we're, we're definitely skipping that one. I don't think. Uh, yeah, I don't. I, I just I, I think she would be able to have a much more free atmosphere by doing her own thing. And I'm just going to be the guy riding a leprechaun. <laughs> ben, what are you doing? Uh, I have three options on the table. I- I've been going as Hank Hill the past couple of years. Oh, so, okay. Yeah. But that one's super easy and you can just, you can just drink. Oh, damn it, Bobby. Dang it, Bobby. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I have that. I have a boat captain or if I'm lazy, which I'm kind of veering boat towards. Captain. Boat captain. Boat <laughs> captain. Um, I'm going to use my old carding suit if I'm being really lazy. Ah, uh, so you yes. guys, yeah, you drivers, you can just do that. Like right. if Connor wanted to, you could just throw one of his helmets on and people would be like, are you a dead mouse? Or are you a driver? <laughs> what the hell's going on here? So here's a problem that I have. I, I put up an Instagram story where I, I asked people Halloween costume suggestions. And <laughs> yeah. the most common answer was either myself or any other driver. And I'm like, why would I do that? Like no, the point of yeah. Halloween is to be something else. Like, no one wants to be themselves for Halloween. Like, I dress up in a funny colored onesie every weekend. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> I don't I don't need to do that on a Halloween weekend. Like, come on, people. Creativity. Also, how big of an asshole would you be if you showed up as a new boyfriend dressed as yourself for Halloween? Huh. I mean, Wait, what are you? Literally... Oh, me. You never heard? Yeah, I drive. <laughs> the dumbest move you could make as a man. Like, it's just like, no. Like, that is that is the worst. So, let's it. open up our minds then. a little bit, folks. <laughs> well, Ben, you can make it as like, you know, you're just a, I don't know. I could just but... go as Connor Daly. I'll just do that. There like, you yeah, go. Yeah, Daly. yeah, yeah. Good pub <laughs> See, for the you pod. can go as Connor right. Daly. That's acceptable. Like, That's But true. I cannot. Yeah. <laughs> Me and me and uh, my wife, we you know we we usually like to be creative and we usually like to put some effort into the creativity beyond the costume. But this year we just said, got the kid. We're just going to Spirit Halloween. We're grabbing something that's already tailor made. So I'm going as Fred from Scooby Doo, and she's going as Velma. There you go. Classic. Simple enough. Nailed it. Easy. Easy. Easy, easy money. Easy. It'll be a bummer not to see her on the streets of India for Halloween, Connor. It's like what the hell, you know. I don't know if no you can more, hear me or not. Yeah, I no, think. no more, no more streets of indie for me this weekend. I'll be uh, fully locked in on California, where everyone's creative, and I probably will have the dumbest costume. So we'll <laughs> see what happens. <laughs> All right, looking forward to it. Um, do you have a driver or? Yes. Okay. 
We do indeed have a random Indy 500 driver of the week. We will never, never, ever miss um, this segment. And I want to do, this might not be that random for some people, but to go with kind of the McLaren F1 theme because Alex Pillow drove for McLaren over the weekend in the U.S. Grand Prix, we're going to go with Peter Revson from the 1970 Indianapolis 500. Now, I have heard of Peter Revson before. Peter Revson has uh, quite a reputation, um, and I'm going to put him in the Googleizer now so we can get a nice little um, nice little background on him on the Wikipedias. Uh, but oh, Peter wow. Revson, I believe, raced. Yeah, I, I know he died tragically, but he was a very well-known name to me, and I know my dad knew of him for sure. Um, he, oh, wow, he was from the Revlon, heir to the Revlon Cosmetics fortune, uh, two-time Formula One race winner, and had some success at the Indy 500. Peter Revson, born in New York City, son of Martin Revson, um, had been founding partner of Revlon Cosmetics. That's wild. This guy um, slayed for sure. Yeah. A young, handsome bachelor described mm. as a free spirit passed away or passed up an easy life for one of competition and danger. I love that. Um, yeah, Peter Revson is a name that I know of for sure. Um, and oh, yeah, yeah, sadly. Go ahead, All Joey. Right. My, my cat's just knocked down the gate in the basement. So, whoops. Go ahead. <laughs> no, that's all right. Um, yeah, sadly, Revson was killed during a test session in 1974 before the, the South African Grand Prix in Kailami. Um, and I know my dad raced in, in Kailami as well. Uh, a front suspension failure. Uh, brutal. Sadly, that was such a dangerous era of Formula yeah. One. Um, but, uh, yeah. Indy 500 as well. Obviously, there were a lot more guys back then who uh, who raced in, in Formula 1. 1971, he finished second at the Indy 500 uh, after starting on pole. So, nice. great, great driver uh, lost too early. Most definitely, man. All right, that's it. Another episode of Speed Street. Last one of October. We've been well at this for, for well over a year now. So appreciate everybody being with us. Um, thanks for that recap, Connor. That was a, a lot of awesome, hilarious stuff. But I think it was, uh, again, productive conversation that we usually have here on Speed Street. So, again, follow us uh, at Speed Street Pod on Twitter, Instagram. Be sure to follow us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you get your pod. The video episode release usually the day after on Dirty Mom Media's uh, YouTube channel as well. We appreciate you guys. Have an awesome Halloween weekend. Be safe. Dress up as Connor Daly. Tell people about him, about the pod. Well, they already know about him, but tell them about the pod. And uh, Connor, have fun in LA. And we'll talk to you next week on Speed Street. This bit of badassery was made by Dirty Mo Media. Dirty Mo. Dirty Mo.